Hey, welcome to Fast Forward Your Entrepreneur Journey with me, Abby Yong. Every week, we share with you how you are able to reach your next level, impact your life and for others, and break out of your comfort zone, and scale your business to fast forward in your entrepreneur journey. Stay tuned. Hey, first order. So today we have a guest. So her name is Trish Sprintin. So she is a creative marketing consultant, get known, be seen specialist, Australia leading expert in empowering introverts, a multi-international award-winning mentor, speaker, international award-winning best-selling author, and host of Get Known, Be Seen Web TV. Hello, Trish. Thank you for joining us. Hi, Abby. I'm delighted to be here. Yes, I'm excited to like have you here and to you know, share your knowledge with our audience today. Yes, whatever I can give. <laughs> okay, so maybe you want to share a little bit about yourself, like how you get started and how are you feeling today? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm from Australia and... Uh, just north of Brisbane in Queensland, Australia. So we've just gone through a whole lot of bad flooding and there's lots of floods everywhere. Luckily, we were fine. Uh, it's 1am at the moment where I am. So I'm really doing quite well, I reckon. Yes, you are um, looking good. <laughs> looking good. I think I am too, actually, for that early in the morning. Uh, look, my passion is helping people. It's helping people to get known, be seen. And that is helping them to stand up and say, hey, here I am, and make it easy for their clients to find them. So that's what I do. I work with my clients, uh, mentoring, or I do workshops, or I do speaking. And it's all about finding the gold nuggets that are in your business, repurposing and leveraging those gold nuggets to uh, stand out and make it easy for people to find you. So that could be I help you with speaking, I could be I help you with doing videos. Maybe I might help you write your book. could be that I might help you do blogs. Whatever it is that we find in your business that you're not quite doing or you haven't tried, and it could be an area that clients are looking for you. So I help you to basically promote you uniquely, marketing to attract audiences and raving fans. Wow. Okay. So I like you are the expert to help introverts. So... Because usually introvert, they like to be behind the scene. They don't like to be known. Then, uh, are you an introvert yourself also? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Uh, not only was I an introvert, but a long time back in the Jurassic period, and I mean a long time ago when I left high school, uh, not only was I an introvert, but I was extremely shy. So I know what it's like for people to find it really hard to say, "Hey, here I am." or to get up and say, look, I've got a message that I want to share, but finding it really hard to get up and speak. So it took me far too long to work out that I could have that courage to do it. So now uh, through a lot of mentoring, people that have been able to help me through going through my own journey and learning some public speaking and learning to believe in myself which I think is the most empowering thing when you can actually believe in yourself and own who you are. That is extremely empowering and it gives you the confidence to do anything else. So I'm not quite so shy, but I'm still an introvert. 
And I know how to get up and speak. I know the value of harnessing my energy and sharing what I have with people. Uh, I know that I don't want to be selfish because I know that it's not about me. It's always about whoever happens to hear a word or read a couple of sentences or listen to something that I've got to say. Uh, it could be just a paragraph, a word, whatever it is. It could be that particular moment that could change someone's life. So if I don't take what I call 60 seconds of insane courage and step up and share my message, then I could be selfish and what I should be, in, you know, that person may never hear what words they might need to change their lives. So that's where I come from about and why I take a deep breath and share everything I've got and then go back and recover later. <laughs> wow, okay. So how long have you been a mentor, speaker, coach or author? Like how did it get started? Like what brings you to do this? I'm sure you have... Like, um, I'm sure like before this, you maybe have a full-time job. I'm not sure. Maybe you already have a business. I'm not sure. Maybe you want to share your journey, like how you figure everything out and, you know, started. Um, okay. so, as I said, uh, when I left high school, uh, I was very much an introvert and shy. So anybody who knew me then uh, and look at what I do now would be just like, well, that's not Trish. And it took me many years to do that. And, and, and it came to uh, a point when we used to live in Canberra, which is the capital city of Australia. And um, in about eight, 1988, they had the World Expo in Brisbane. And we came up to visit that. And about that time, the weather in Canberra was getting really cold. So I decided we were going to move to Brisbane, which we did. We'd been here a couple of years and we've been so busy working, raising the family. We hadn't got to know many people. So... Uh, a friend of mine said, come along, come along to this club and you can make friends. I thought, okay, it's about time we got out of that thing. I'll go along to the club and make some friends. The thing is that he didn't tell me that it was Toastmasters, that it was speaking and that they would want me to get up and speak. Now, remember, Abby, about this time I was still shy and I was still an introvert. I was not impressed. The thing is, there must have been something that they were friendly. So I did make some friends. So I kept going back and I went back. Uh, long story short, uh, I've been in Toastmasters 26, 27 years. And it's where I learned to get some confidence. It's where I learned about mentors. It's where I learned about training. Uh, and I've been, I've been through Toastmasters. I've been in every leadership up to the district director, uh, which was looking after about 3,500 volunteers in uh, all of Queensland and Northern New South Wales, Papua New Guinea. It was a big thing. So I learned a lot about speaking and I learned a lot about leadership, which is not what I actually started out to learn. And along that way, I learned to believe in myself because others did. And about that time in around about 2006, I started my own business with a then business partner because we love speaking, we love training. So I did start my business, which was um, doing a lot of corporate training, helping communications for corporates, uh, public speaking training. Up to about oh, global financial crisis, uh, at that time I was doing my business, but I was also working full time. And I had a job where I could do my business around my job. Uh, global financial crisis. They wanted me to go back to full-time at my job. So I had to decide, do I continue with my business 
or do I give it up and go back into the corporate world? I decided I wanted to continue with my business. So I left the corporate world and global financial crisis hit. <laughs> and there I was in my business and no corporate training. Everybody was really just closing off. So we morphed our business into more mentoring, uh, more one-on-one. Uh, fast forward a bit more, and my business partner then and I, we parted company amicably. She needed to, wanted to go off and try something else. So I took the business into, uh, we still do corporate training, but I do a lot of mentoring. Uh, I do a lot of workshops. And along the way, we started writing. And very early in our business, about 2007, we, my business partner and I wrote a book because we were told you should write a book to get credibility. So being very lazy people, we decided that we weren't going to write this book. We'd been blogging for quite a few. So what we decided to do was take our favourite blogs, change the titles, change some of the words and the examples, and that was our first book. We, we managed to do that like, like that. But we learned everything that you do wrong. We... With a lot of money at that time to publish the book, we trusted the publisher for the title, the cover, everything went wrong. So it's a great book, but everything else is terrible. So I know exactly what you shouldn't do when you do a book. <laughs> so we did another book. I did one of my own. And then when my business partner left, I had to do the writing. Now, remember, after here, I love speaking and training, but I didn't think I could write. I still had that little niggling, you know, negative thing. Like, oh, Trish, you don't have a message. No one's going to read your book. You don't have stories. You can speak, but, hey, who said you could write? And, you know, about five, six years ago, I got approached by someone in America to do a chapter in a book. And I said, no, I'm not going to write. I'm not a writer. I just do the blog. I just do this. Then I had this aha moment when I thought, well, Trish, you work with people who, and you tell them they got out of their comfort zone and they need to take 60 seconds of insane courage and get out there and take opportunities and you're not doing it. So I thought, okay, I'll write. And I thought, it doesn't matter, Abby, I thought, because it's in America. No one in Australia is going to read it. If it's awful, it's okay. Big mistake. People in Australia read it and they liked it. So consequently, since that time to now, I've managed to conquer that mindset that I can't write. And currently I have written, co-authored, been a contributing author, in total 18 books. And I've contributed a case study to, to another book and I have two books coming out this year. So that is like when you get over your mindset, when you start to believe in yourself, you can do anything. And that's why I love writing and that's why I think everybody should leave a legacy with their book. And that's brief history of my story. In between, there's been a few other aha moments about speaking and things that I've learned, but that's sort of my story to where I am now. So I love mentoring. Uh, I've won a couple of awards I, um, my passion is seeing people overcome their blocks and step outside their comfort zone and step into their own potential and be all they can. Wow. 
<laughs> I actually enjoying every bit of it. So, I I think your friend that asked you to join a club to meet friends, he didn't tell you it's a speaking club. Like, <laughs> I think it's a smart move. Like, if he were to tell you it's Toastmaster and it's, it's where a place that you need to stand out on the stage and speak, I think you will not, you will not have go. Probably not. Yeah. It might have taken a bit more persuasion because I, I, I had no intention of learning how to speak, no intention of learning how to train, and look where I am now. And I think it's um it's about it's all about believing in yourself. It's about reaching out and taking opportunities. It's about stepping up and saying, Hey, here I am. Yeah, I like the way you say learn to believe in yourself. Like people always say believe in yourself. But for me, I do a quote about uh if you don't believe in yourself, who will? Question mark. So only left with you. Yeah. So I like this learn to believe in yourself. <laughs> then you also say um wait, huh? Hold on. One of the things I say to my people is I believe in you until you believe in yourself. Oh, you and lend them the trust. You lend yeah. them. <laughs> That's good. I help them. I support them because uh, sometimes it's really hard to step out and believe. So if I say, look, I believe in you, I believe in you. So, you know, you can step up and believe in yourself as well. Well, I think, yeah, last time uh, there's very, it's a hit team to write a blog, right? Like blogging is really a uh, in thing. I mean, even now people still do blogging. Yeah. So it, it's interesting that you write so much, but you say you're not a writer yourself. <laughs> well, I wasn't, but I am now. I own that now. I'm very proud to own that I'm an author. And it was a block. It was a block. I had this thing that I couldn't write. And when, when you step up and just, I call 60 seconds of insane courage. Uh, it's where I say it's 20 seconds to acknowledge that you've got a negative voice that says, I can't do this. You're no good. 20 seconds to say, okay, I've got that. And 20 seconds to say goodbye to that negative voice and bring in a positive, I am good, I have stories, I can write, I am an author. And then 20 seconds to smile and step up, speak, write, and grab those opportunities when they come. It's 60 seconds of insane courage and awesome things happen. Wow. Okay, so this 60 seconds is to let yourself to absorb the fear and after that, yeah. just uh, just do it and get over it. Yeah. So, it's okay. like when, when you've got those negative thoughts, uh, what I sort of say is, you know, there's things that say you're not good enough. No one's going to read your book. No one wants to hear your message. Uh, your business isn't going to get anywhere. It's just a hobby. And what I say is just take a deep breath. And what I do, uh, I imagine for me, because I love um, dragons and unicorns, so I imagine a big purple dragon because I love purple, and it comes down and it burns away that negative. Now, for you, it could be water that washes it away, wind that blows it away, the earth that opens up. Whatever it is, it comes in and says, stop. I'm not going down in that negative spiral. I'm not going to listen to this voice anymore. And I take a deep breath. And for me, I imagine a unicorn that comes down and it just taps there. 
and I bring in the positive. I am good. I am a writer. I am a speaker. I am doing this. It could be a lovely spring water that brings that message in or a breeze that brings the positive thing in. And that's how I sort of say, whenever there's a negative, there's a big red stop sign. No, I'm not going here. And then I do that process in my mind and I'm ready to say, yes, I want to do this. And awesome things happen. Wow. Okay. That's, that's nice. Maybe I find something to think of. <laughs> whatever, whatever works with you. But it's, it's a matter of getting rid of that negative thought, replacing hmm. it with a positive thought. Some people, it's a seed that grows into a big tree. Uh, it, whatever it, it works for you. For me, that's what works for me because that's my images. But other people, it could be wind or it could be earth. It, it could be the breeze or, or the, the water, whatever it is that helps you to clear the negative away and to bring that positive thought in. Cool. Okay. Actually, I have one question. So how do you know like what is your purpose and what you should be doing? Like, I think this is a question that many people ask themselves like, Am I good in this? Should I teach this? Uh, what should I do? What is my next step? I think people always like have a blockage of them in front. That's why they didn't take any action because they keep doubting themselves and they're thinking, should I do this? Should I do that? Should I do this? First of all, what is your take on when you see people asking you, what should I do? Like, What is my next step? Oh, I get that a lot because when I help people speak, there's a big fear of speaking. A lot of people are afraid of, of speaking. They have this fear. And that could be a fear of loss of control. It's a fear of what people might think. It's a fear of the unknown. And one of the things I think that helps people to do that is to switch your mindset. Uh, if it's about speaking or whatever it is about the fear is, uh, fear is just the other side of the coin of excitement. So if you start to worry about I can't do things, you, you change your mindset to I can. Affirmations can help. But one of the biggest things I think that will help you if you run into a block, if you're not sure how to overcome your fear, if you're not sure you're good enough to be in a business, is to get a mentor. Get a mentor, find a group of like-minded people. Um, it's why I love mentoring. From my perspective, a mentor is someone who will support you have that safety net that if something happens, they'll pick you up and push you back out there again. They'll ask you the difficult questions. They'll hold up a mirror for you to see, but they'll be there. And a mentor can help you work through that fear. It can help you work through the blockages, can help you work through the negative thoughts that can help you. And when you've got mentors, and that can be different mentors, and you might have a mentor for a short time or a long time. But the value of mentoring, I think, is extremely empowering for helping people to fulfill their potential and be everything they want. Whether it's a book mentor, business mentor, a personal growth mentor, uh, whatever it is that you need at this particular stage, find someone that will support you and push you and help you grow. And then Find a group of like-minded people. I love mastermind groups, people that, like that who, uh, who will help you bounce ideas off. And especially if you're an entrepreneur or a solo, and a solo entrepreneur, business can be a very lonely time. Uh, even if, if you're an author and you're writing a book, it can be extremely lonely. 
So finding a mentor or a coach or a like-minded group of people where you can get that support is very valuable and it helps you to grow. Oh, yes. I agree the like-minded people, like the group, they can support you. Like maybe you tell them, hey, I'm going live on Facebook. Can you be there for me? Like doing Facebook. Yeah. Then they say, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, you have a boost of account, support. What I, call, what I call an accountability buddy when, when I... Do, uh, every year I do uh, workshops on goal setting and vision boards and planning where you want to be. And one of the big things is getting an accountability buddy in a group. When, when you tell someone that you're going to do something, it just holds you up there. And when you've got a mentor or a group that will say, hey, how is that book going? Or uh, how is that business plan going? Or how is your speaking going? It's sort of like, well, I better do something. It holds you up there. And then if, if it doesn't work and you say, oh, I'm not getting there, they can help you. There's, there's no uh, wrong answer. It's how can we help you? How can we get you to fulfill your potential? How can I get you moving on your personal growth? Yes, so true. Last time I, when I first started showing up online, I have an accountability buddy. So I would tell her that I will go live once a week on Friday. Then uh, when Friday comes, she say, are you doing your life? Today is Friday. Are you doing your life? Then I have no choice but to do it. Yeah. So she, yeah. She, she has always been there for me, like for one month until I'm ready to be on my own. Yes. Yeah. I think it's very awesome. important. I've been doing uh, a Facebook Live every week for the last four years, five years. Yeah. Wow. In my, in my Facebook group. Uh, and, yeah, first off, the first, you know, few months was hard because I was like, what am I going to talk about? <gasps> oh, no one's going to watch. You know what? I don't care if they watched live or not because people will watch it afterwards. They'll watch the replay. And so I just turn up. I'm, uh, every Wednesday morning, I, I used to do it to Monday, Monday, Tuesday. I used to then I change it to Wednesday morning at um Yep, 10 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. There I am on one of my uh, Facebook pages. And I've been doing it for that long. Wow, four years. Congrats. <laughs> yeah. Do you, but do you know what the side benefit of that, Abby, is? Because two of my favourite words are repurpose and leverage. Because when I talk to people about getting known and being seen, like standing up, uh, about doing, you know, videos about writing and doing blogs and they say how do I get all this content you know I don't want to do new content I just want to work for my clients and one of the benefits is like you know I've got four years of Facebook lives which I download every Facebook live I've got onto my desktop so I have it there and I can repurpose and leverage that. I use those videos. I can put them up to YouTube. I can put them in my membership site. Uh, I can transcribe them. It's very easy. It doesn't cost much to transcribe. Uh, I can put them together, transcribe them. Uh, I can turn them into blogs. I can turn them into checklists. I can get a whole group together and turn it into a book. So you don't have to reinvent the wheel every time. You can just look what gold nuggets you've got in your business. If you've got a book already, you've got probably, I would say, close to six months of Facebook and social media posts. Uh, you've got a checklist. You've got an ebook that you can give away or from that one book that you already have. If you do blogging, wow, 
You've got a book, take four or five blogs and you can make a book. You can do a checklist from it. You can do your freebie from it. You can turn your blog into a video. There is so much that you can do and repurpose and leverage if you think outside the square. And that's what I help people do. Oh, yeah. Don't reinvent the wheel. So you just use, reuse your content that has, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. like into a post, into a video, or into yeah. a book, into a checklist. Yeah. There oh. is so much you can use it for, for what you've got. And so many people have got content on sitting in, you know, if they've been doing workshops or if they've got an online course, there's all that content in there that you can repurpose and leverage. If they've been blogging, if they've been, if you've been, an, like, if you've been a guest on a podcast, like, you know, here I am with you, Abby. Uh, hey, I can, you know, repurpose that when I want to do it. Uh, I, if you have, you, Abby, you've got all these podcasts that you've been doing, uh, these interviews that you've been doing, you can do what I'm doing at the moment. I had, for two years, I had a blog talk radio show. And so I used to interview people for two years. And what I'm doing is transcribing that. And I'm doing a series of books called Conversations of Trish. And they're just my interviews being transcribed, going into a book. Easy peasy. I'm not have to do anything. Just maybe do a bit of editing, put a nice cover on it, but I've already got the content there. And not only do I have the interviews, but I used to do a frequently asked question every uh, every radio show. Plus, I also used to use do a quote. So I take all the quotes and I can have a quote book. I can take all the frequently asked questions, and I've now got three books of frequently asked questions, which I can turn into a book. So there is so much content people have that they don't realise what they can do with it. Oh, yes, you are right. Like, I remember got one year I've been constantly posting on Facebook and that one whole year of content can wow. become a book. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Think of what you put up there. But it can also become a video. It can become a checklist. It can become a short ebook. If you've been posting content, just take a couple. I mean, you can get an ebook, do an ebook that's about two or three pages, anywhere up to 50 pages. You can give it away. You can even sell your ebooks. Well, so this is all about, um, I mean, the topic that you want to dive into is leaving a legacy. So it's like using a content. And we use it to become a checklist or a book or a blog or a video for someone to to come upon and maybe you can help them in a way with your words and your wisdom, like the experience that you have gone through. So maybe... Look, uh, I don't know, how often do you sit around, uh, you know, at family times and you might have grandparents or great-grandparents or even your parents... And they have so many stories and you talk about the stories in there, which are your history, your family history. And you think about it, one day those stories aren't going to be there, Abby. They'll disappear. But if you take those stories and write them down, it, it, you've got a, a legacy. Uh, we, you know, myself, you, I, we have a footprint on this earth. But when we leave this earth, our footprint goes away. So why not leave a legacy? And this is why I'm so big about writing books, uh, because that's a legacy. People don't throw books away. So 
even, you know, at the moment my books, they may sit on shelves, but people will read them, they'll give them away. But what, what really sends shivers up my back, Abby, is the thought that maybe in 20 years' time, maybe 30 years' time, someone might pick up my book from a secondhand bookstore or someone may give it to them and they will read some words of mine, which at that particular moment could have a huge impact on their life. I'm never going to know that. But if I don't write my books, if I don't share my stories, that may never happen. And I think that's the biggest thing about a legacy. You all have some books. I mean, it could be you have business books, you have information, which is mostly what I write. But you could have family memoirs. You could have a biography. You could have poetry. You, could, you might want to write children's stories. You might want to write fiction. And you hold yourself back because you don't think you can do it. Today, it is so much easier to publish a book. You can self-publish. You can find publishers that will help you self-publish. You can go to the big publisher, but you don't have to anymore. You can print on demand. So there's no barrier for you to unlock that story other than your fear. And don't let that fear stop you. You have so many stories of any sort that you could do. And to me, it's leaving a legacy. The thought that maybe someday some words of mine could maybe change someone's life. If I don't write it, it will never happen. So my challenge is find those stories. Take your mask off. Open your heart. Share what you've got, whatever it is, whether it's poetry, if you want to write children's stories or fiction or, or, or whether it's a history book, a biography, and you don't have to do it all yourself, as you heard. You may have content already. You can get ghostwriters. You can transcribe. Uh, there are so many ways. You can talk your book out and then transcribe it. There are so many ways and opportunities of getting that book out that there's no excuse. And just, you know, each day you never know what happens the, the next day and those stories could be lost if you don't do something now. So that's my challenge to you people watching. Leave a legacy. Leave that book. Leave your stories. Wow, okay. I think leaving a legacy in a whole new different light. Like I thought legacy can is only meant for like famous people, you know, like superstar or like those well known people, but everyone will have their own story. Like everyone has their own story and maybe your story can help another person who is experiencing the not the same thing, but about the same thing. And you can help them to, you know, bring them out and Share some like yeah. yeah, it is. We all have stories and we are all unique. Each and every one of us bring our own life experiences, our own expertise to this moment in time. And sometimes people need to read the little stories because sometimes the big stories are so overwhelming that they can't connect with it. So hearing little stories from people just like you, just like me, who get through life, and just want to share what they're doing. And, and that could be all that they need to know, well, wow, if they can do that, I can do that too because they're just like me, only I'm unique. Just that little bit different. Each of you is unique. So true. 
Okay, so we talk about living legacy, get known, be seen, and value of repurposing and leveraging. So, yeah, I think we already touched on this. So, do you have any, like, final advice or sharing that you want to share to people who want to, I'm not sure, like, any encouragement for our audience, listeners? Well, it's believe in yourself. It really is. It's take that deep breath and just step outside that comfort zone. Uh, we all have a potential. We all have a potential to be whatever we want to be in our lives. But we let our fears, we let those blockages, we let those negative voices stop us. And I'm just saying take 60 seconds of insane courage. Say no to the negative. Say yes to the positive. Smile because a smile just gets you out of everything. And take a deep breath and do it. Just do it because if you don't, you're going to regret it. So don't have regrets. Each morning is different. Uh, why I'm so passionate about that, I'll just share a very last quick story of you. Why I'm so passionate about living life to your full potential, we lost our son Craig to suicide in 2007. That is uh, a big life-changing moment in my life. And I know that you never know what's going to happen the next day. So don't say, I'll do it tomorrow. Don't say, oh, I'll do it next week. Say, I'm going to do it now. I'm going to do it now. I'm going to leave my stories. I'm going to open that business because I have a message. I'm going to step up and speak because I have a message. I've got a book. I want to do that business. I've got something to share. So just share it because you just never know what's going to happen. Do it now. Okay. Do it now. Just start whatever thing, like maybe even one sentences of the book is also like doing something. Yes. Each step forward is a step forward. And uh, if you're moving, it doesn't have to be huge steps. Miss small steps. But you're never going to reach your potential. You're never going to be... Uh, succeed in what you want unless you move forward and that means just taking that step outside that comfort zone oh boy it's really nice and comfortable inside there but you're never going to grow in a comfort zone it's when you push yourself that you grow and uh, staying in that comfort zone you can stagnate so take that deep breath and move grow reach your potential hey Things may change. It doesn't matter. As long as you're moving forward and growing, you're experiencing all that you are and uh, you're letting your legacy leave behind for others to see what they can do. So true. So uh, do you have anything to promote on the show that maybe uh, all the links for uh, audience to find you will be placed on the description of the podcast show? So I... I think you want them to join the Purpose Unicorn Marketing Academy, right? So this link will also be placed in the description for them to... Uh, it's a one place to source assistance for your effective strategy marketing to stand out and be seen. Okay? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh. It's, it's uh, where I help you to promote you uniquely marketing to attract audiences and raving fans and uh, I work with each of you to find those gold nuggets to repurpose and leverage to see what you need to share whatever it is in your business 
Uh, it's a group coaching every two weeks, but there's also a lot of masterclasses. And it's all about saying, hey, here I am, and make it easy for your clients to find you. Don't make it hard. Make it easy for them. So the links below, you'll be the links so you can join. Love to have you there. Okay, so uh, if they want to buy your book, is, did you send me the links to for them to purchase your book? Is it on? Yep. M- see, see that website up there? You just go to that website, my website, trishspringsteen.com. There's a page there called Books, and you can get any of my books from that page. Uh, and there's also, I have a free ebook, which I can, there's a link that I've sent you. It's uh, that particular ebook is called Speak for Success, and it's how, what, why a video. So it's how to do videos, Facebook Lives, what sort of videos. So some information to get you started. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time, Trees. Uh, I enjoy my time like speaking and learning from you. And I hope our audience also have uh, have fun listening to this um, podcast. So thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you. I appreciate the time to be able to share a little bit of my story and my life, my expertise, and a little bit of my legacy for you. Hey, Fast Water, thank you for tuning in to this episode. I hope you guys have been enjoying all the episodes uh, for the past one year. And it's my one year anniversary for Fast Water, your entrepreneurial journey. And as a thank you, gift for supporting my um, podcast show for so long, uh, me and Jima my friend, my best buddy, has just done a, f- a lesson on how you can build your online course or program in 14 days and we'll be giving the free, the first lesson for free. So if you really want to get the first lesson for free, you can just email me or join my Facebook group, Impact Lifestyle Entrepreneur. I'll paste all the link in the description and so that you can get the the lesson for free so continue to support my channel thank you so much i appreciate you guys so much and i hope you guys enjoy every episode that i have launched and yes i'll continue to bring you more more like episode so that you can fast forward on your entrepreneur journey thank you